Hello and welcome. You've tuned into Active Listening with T4 Tactics. I'm Marco Galbraith, your host, and our podcast is all about personal success and networking. We'll discuss small business tips, health and wellness issues, personal safety tips, financial gain, and a variety of other topics from professionals in the field. And once in a while, we'll throw in our area of expertise, firearm safety and active shooter response for businesses, churches, and schools. So sit back, relax, listen, and learn. Active listening with T4 Tactics. Hey ladies, this podcast is for you. Uh, maybe you've thought about taking a gun class. Maybe you have a lot of apprehensions. Um, I just uh, added to my instructor list USCCA and I just taken one of the online classes. They had a lot of good ideas for ladies that uh, that were you know interested in taking a gun class, a firearm safety class, interested in um, becoming uh, a, a responsible armed citizen. So there's a lot of concerns most of my clients or students, whatever you want to call them, that come to me are uh, are word of mouth. I probably ninety five percent of my students are ladies. Uh, I tend to take my time. There's we have small classes. Um, shooting is can be very intimidating. Owning a gun, simply going into the gun range, can be very intimidating. Things that you've seen about guns or heard about guns, bad things, people thinking that you're a bad person because you own a gun. We're going to talk about a lot of those concerns and hopefully set you at ease because we're in the climate now in this country where we need to take care of ourselves. Uh, you know, we've seen where the police response, the police officers and the police departments, they want to do good. They want to help you out. But we're seeing police departments understaffed. Uh, they're defunded. They're not able to make it to a scene like on television where they're there in 30 seconds because it's a half hour TV show. Sometimes police response can take 5, 10, 14, 20 minutes, depending on the call, depending on the road conditions. In Virginia, we had some ice issues a couple weekends ago. That's going to slow down police response, weather conditions, manpower, shortages, calls for service. There's a lot. So we have to take our personal uh, safety and our protection to the next level. We are the only ones that are really going to protect ourselves when it comes down to it. So let's talk about the number one um concern that I have when ladies want to take a gun class and it is scared of the gun. They're very scared of the gun. They've heard horror stories. They've seen TV shows. They've heard things that uh, particularly are not true. They're scared of the recoil. One of the biggest things that I'm asked, uh, the most popular thing that I'm asked all the time about a firearm, picking out the right firearm is how much does it kick? Or in other words, what's the recoil? But is it going to kick a lot? And every gun is going to have recoil. Every gun's going to kick. But in the class, we teach you to hold the gun right, uh, proper grip, and you're going to be able to control that recoil. I've never seen a gun fly out of someone's hand. Never seen a pistol fly out of someone's hand. I've had a six-year-old girl take this class. She shot a 9mm, which is one of the more popular guns that people get. I've had an 83-year-old, very tiny little frail woman shoot a 45 semi-automatic, which is a big heavy gun with a big bullet. It doesn't fly out of their hand. It doesn't come back and hit you in the face. As long as you follow all the safety fundamentals, 
There's no reason to be scared of the gun. Now, being scared and respecting the gun are two different things. We have to always, always respect a gun. I've been carrying concealed for probably close to 35 years, and I respect the gun. I don't ever let my guard down with my firearm. I carry it every day, everywhere I go, but I always respect it. When I'm changing holsters, I always respect it. And when you're taught the, the rules of the road and how to respect it, then you're going to understand that that gun's not going to hurt you as long as you follow the safety guidelines. Using the gun for self-defense. Can I shoot someone? I don't know if I could shoot someone, I hear a lot of people say. I'm not really sure if I had a gun in the house. I'm not sure if I could shoot them. That's another thing that we're going to talk about in the firearm safety class or the concealed class. I do a situation awareness class. I do personal protection in the home class. There's a lot of different things that we can prepare yourselves. But the way I think about it is when I was a police officer, the last thing I wanted to do was shoot somebody. The last thing I wanted to do was kill somebody. I didn't want to use my firearm. Cops don't want to use their firearms, but sometimes people are forced into using the firearm. One of the things I always thought about was, I'm not the aggressor. I'm at home minding my own business, or I'm a police officer out trying to keep people safe. That person is the aggressor. So if you have the mindset that you're simply, you may possibly have to use your firearm in order to protect your life, a loved one's life, then that's what you have to do. And there's a mindset that you have to get into. Again, the last thing we want to do is shoot someone. And the last thing we want to do is use our gun to protect property. We don't use our firearm because someone is stealing from us. We only use our firearm under certain circumstances. And we have to follow the law uh, and be very careful of that. Every state is different. So you have to make sure if you're going to be a responsible armed citizen or a gun owner, you have to make sure that you, uh, you're familiar with all the laws uh, regarding that uh, responsible gun ownership. What about concern of getting hurt or hurting, hurting others? Again, it goes back to responsible gun ownership. Uh, we don't want anybody to fear the gun. We just want people to follow the fundamentals of safe gun handling. Finger off the trigger. Never point it in, in an unsafe direction. If we follow those two basic rules just starting out, finger off the trigger, never point at anything we're not willing to destroy, the chances of us hurting somebody is much less. We also do not ever, ever, ever take the gun out of the holster or the case or the box or the container unless we're going to use it or we're at the range or we're home going to clean it. We don't take it out. It's not show and tell. It's not playtime. Uh, if we're out somewhere and somebody says, you know, let, let me see your gun. No, no, no. We don't do that. <clears throat> We talk about holsters in the concealed carry class. As long as a pistol, handgun, is in an approved holster, nobody will ever get hurt. It stays in the holster. It's going to be impossible to get hurt as long as it's an approved holster, the right kind of holster. It's when they come out of the holster, that's when the red flag goes up, and that's when people can be uh, injured. So we're going to be responsible gun owners. We're going to follow rules, and we're not going to get hurt. What about people that are worried about things that they've heard or seen about guns? The media... Uh, and some, well, unfortunately, a lot of politicians tend to paint a bad picture about guns. They, they, guns are bad. Guns kill. Well, we know that guns don't kill. It's the person that kills. Uh, and, and we talk about that when I talk about active shooter response training, there, you know, very concerning 
Um, there are several counties, jurisdictions, cities, um, locations in Virginia now that have restricted uh, carry concealed uh, or open carry on city property. I've done a lot of extensive research. If you know me and you follow me, I've done a lot of extensive research on active shooters. I can assure you that those signs are gun-free zone, where the gun-free zones are, those are green lights for active shooters. If you look at my past videos on my Marco Galbraith YouTube channel, I, I spell out about 75, 80% of the active shooter attacks we've had in this country have been in gun-free zones. And those shooters have chosen those zones because there's least resistance. There's soft targets they're not gonna be shot back at. So always, always think about what the media is putting out there uh, about guns. You see, sometimes you can go on YouTube and you can see these goofballs that hand their girlfriends or, or uh, these drunk guys that are shooting rifles or shotguns and they shoot it and the gun falls out of their hand. That's because they're being stupid and they're not holding the gun right. They're not uh, respecting the firearm. There's also uh, YouTube videos out there and, and other videos where people are shooting pistols and when they fire it, it, it shoots out of their hand and falls back at them. That's because they're being stupid and they're not holding the gun properly. They're doing that on purpose for the purpose of the video. Guns are not going to fall out of your hand as long as you've got the proper grip and you've been trained correctly. What about fear of the unknown? I hear that one a lot. I don't know about this gun. I don't understand how it works. That's one of the main reasons why we do a gun cleaning class here at T4 Tactics is I've, I've found that a lot of people that are apprehensive or scared of their guns, once they've, they've been shown how to take it apart, clean it, put it back together, they see the internal workings, a lot of people feel a lot more comfortable uh, about that firearm. Think about when you were 15 or 16, depending on what state you were in and when you could drive, you started driving and you're in driver's ed or you're, you're driving around with a, with a driver instructor and you're completely nervous. Your hands are at 10 and 2. You come up to a stop sign. You make a full and complete stop. You look left, right, left, right, left, right, back and forth and then you slowly pull out. You're doing the exact speed limit. You are very scared of driving, very scared. Parallel parking was extremely hard. Backing was hard, changing lanes, uh, merging into traffic on the interstate. Now, if you're older and listening to this, think about you get in your car and you're completely comfortable. You're driving down the road, you're eating, don't do this. You're eating, you're putting on makeup, you got one hand out the wheel, one on the radio, you're texting driving, don't do that. I'm not saying do it, but I'm saying look how you start feeling more comfortable uh, with driving after you've done it for a while. It's the same thing with firearms. Once you start shooting and practicing, and it, it goes back to training, you have to make sure you get the right training and the right fundamentals and the right background. Uh, pick your instructor wisely. There are instructors out there that have absolutely no business um, teaching firearm safety training. There's no, there's no scholarly background, and there is a ton of people out there that are changing money for a certificate. That's wrong. They're just rubber stamping a certificate, so that's wrong. We don't want to do that. There's also concerns about ammunition. What kind of ammunition? 9mm, 380, .45, um, 40 caliber. There's, there's different types of ammo. We're going uh, to explain that in the class as well. 
when we go back to thinking about being nervous with guns, what do we do at the range? Let's say we want to go to the range. Um, my classes uh, for T4 Tactics here in, in Lynchburg, we go literally right around the corner. We're five minutes from Lynchburg Indoor Arms. They're at 113 Sunburst. You walk in there and you're going to be greeted with a smiling face. There's not, I've been to a lot of gun ranges in my lifetime. I've been to a lot of gun stores. And let me tell you, there is a ton of testosterone behind the counter. It's absolutely ridiculous that gun stores tend to get guys and girls working behind the counter that are there to let you know how much you don't know. I don't get this at Lynchburg Indoor Arms. I've never seen it. I've been dealing with them for many, many, many years. The guys that work behind the counter are extremely friendly. So you wanna, you've never shot a gun and you wanna, you wanna rent a gun. You're going to go there to their location. You'll walk in the door. You'll be greeted. I guarantee you're going to be greeted. Unless they're completely busy, you're going to be greeted. And you're going to tell them that I have my gun and ammo. I've got my eye and ear protection and I want to shoot. They'll tell you grab a target. They'll tell you how long do you want. You want a half hour or an hour. It's that easy. You pay, you walk through and they'll tell you what lane to go on and you start shooting. That's if you've, you've already got the fundamentals down. Let's say that you are not a... Um, you're not well versed with guns. You have no idea how a gun range operates. You're going to walk in there and you're going to tell them, I want to rent a gun. Or let's say you've taken a firearm safety class and you don't know what gun is right for you. Because remember, before you make an expensive mistake buying a gun, you need to shoot it. And I know that Lynchburg Indoor Arms has a, a wide selection of, uh, of firearms that you can rent before you buy. So you go in there and you tell them, hey, this is what I'm looking at. I know I want a semi-automatic. Um, or maybe you want a revolver, but let's say semi-automatic. I know I want a semi-automatic and I want to rent one. The guy behind the counter will probably say, well, you want a big one, a small one, nine millimeter, 380, uh, 40 cal. So, and hopefully you'll know that because you've taken a, a firearm safety class. I, I, I really, um, I really push don't buy a firearm until you take a firearm safety class because in my classes we talk about what's right for you, what's not right for you, what is your purpose for the gun, ergonomics, uh, the size of your hand. Um, there's a lot to consider. Uh, is it a junk? Don't buy junk. Don't go out and try to save money on junk. If your life is going to depend on a firearm. Don't go out and try to save money on a firearm. So getting back to the guy behind the counter, they're going to help you out. They're going to let you hold and feel some guns. Of course, they're going to unload it before they hand it to you. And then when you find the one that you think is right, they're going to walk you through the per the, the procedure for going into the range and, and uh, firing that gun and testing it out. Um, they have programs where you can, uh, you can rent several guns uh, for the same price. You just have to buy your ammo. But so it's not intimidating, ladies. Don't be intimidated intimidated by going into the range. Go in there and flat out tell them that you're new and they're going to walk you through. I've never heard of them trying to mislead anybody into the purchase of a firearm. I will tell you flat out though, there are two businesses that I can name right off the top of my hand in Lynchburg area that will mislead ladies into purchasing uh, the wrong type of firearm because they're out for the commission, they're out for the money. Not gonna trash talk businesses, but you had better be careful and you'd better do your research because that does exist out there. Uh, there are some people out there that uh, are after the money and not what's right. So be very careful. Again, it all goes back to taking a reliable firearm safety class before you even start anything. Um, asking questions from your, your firearms instructor. So let's talk about recreation and, uh, and self-defense. 
I like to tell people, because the Second Amendment is under so much attack, I like to recommend to people if someone asks you, and this is true too, if someone asks you, why do you have a gun? You know, you've got kids in the house, why do you have a gun? I know a ton of people that have taken my class, Kathy, if you're listening, Kathy took my class back in June. She was completely scared of, of uh, I know Kathy's listening. Why am I saying that? Um, Kathy uh, took my class in June. She was completely petrified of guns. She took the class uh, June of 2020. Now it's uh, March of 2021. She has shot over 21,000 rounds. Not 2,100 rounds, 21,000 rounds. She just had her gun... Uh, uh, refurbished on the inside because she just about wore it out. But she does it for recreation. She's at the range probably three and four times uh, a month, or I'm sorry, three or four times a week. But she went from uh, being petrified of the gun to now she's put herself in competitions. Just after a few months, she's put herself in competitions. She competes against herself. So shooting is recreation first. Um, I have a range at my house and I do a lot of shooting. It To me, as Barney Fife would say uh, from Mayberry, it's therapeutic. Uh, it's, very, it's very therapeutic um, to shoot. I, I enjoy shooting. I always try to challenge myself in different weather conditions. Again, it goes back to my YouTube channel on, on doing some different training and weather conditions. But I challenge myself. I know a lot of guys that work, guys and girls that work nine to five on their lunch break. Instead of going to grab something to eat, they'll go to the shooting range. Um, so it's it's recreation. And then secondly, we have one uh, with us because we want to protect ourselves. We want to protect our family. We don't want to be a victim of a violent crime uh, ever. So there's two reasons why we uh, are responsible, armed uh, citizens. We always follow the law and we're always careful. A lot of ladies when I they that are in my class, I've had a lot that have come to this class. I get a lot of uh, widows where the husband has been involved in their personal protection their whole marriage, or maybe they've recently been divorced. Well, now the man isn't around anymore, and maybe he took the guns in a divorce, or maybe he has passed, and uh, now the woman has got all these guns in the house, and she has no idea what to do with them. So we're going to train you up on that. Um, I've had ladies in the class that are absolutely petrified, visually shaking and petrified in class. But it's something they want to do. They want to learn how to shoot a gun. You can take a firearm safety class and not ever have any, you can not ever get your concealed permit. That's fine. You can take a firearm safety class and get your concealed permit and never carry it a gun. It's fine. You don't have to carry a gun just because you have a concealed permit. That's an option uh, that you can do. But what I'm getting it as is I take all my classes to the gun range. If you're going to take my class, we're going to go to the range. I can't teach you how to drive a car without getting behind the wheel. So we're going to do the uh, the class and we're going to go to the range. I've had a lot of ladies that fire their first shot. They put the gun down and they break down into tears. There is nothing wrong with crying and letting out that emotion. So People get emotional. There's different responses to people uh, having relief that, wow, all I've heard, that gun did not come back and hit me in the face. That gun did not blow up in my face. And as a matter of fact, I hit the target where I was aiming. It's amazing. So 
think about that. It's okay to show emotions. And, and guys and girls, if you're going to the range and you're not hitting where you want to hit, that's okay. You just need practice. If the guy next to you or the girl next to you is nailing the bullseye with every shot, that's okay. They've done practice. There's nothing wrong with with starting out and being a little rusty hitting the target where you, maybe you don't, maybe I'm trying to hit the bullseye and I'm high left or low right or low center. There's nothing wrong with that. You just need more practice. But what there is wrong with is if you're pointing that gun in an unsafe direction, you're leaving the finger on the trigger as you cycle the uh, the action or the slide. Remember, finger off the trigger in a, and always keep it in a safe direction. So there, there would be a problem with that. But if you're not hitting the target uh, where you want to, it's fine. It's perfectly all right. Another thing is ammo is very expensive right now. It's about $44 for a box of uh, 59 millimeters. Shooting is a perishable skill. If you don't practice that skill, you're going to lose it. You're going to lose the fundamentals. You're going to lose the muscle memory. And in, in, in a, uh, a self-defense shoot, you've got to rely on the muscle memory. Remember in my classes, we talk about that 185 beats per minute. Uh, heart rate and that adrenaline dump and we talk about how to control that the situational awareness class we talk about how absolutely upside down your body's going to get during a violent attack and you had better be able to control it so i hope this gave you some just some quick ideas or thoughts to consider um, again if you're thinking about taking a firearm safety class we've got a very comfortable area here at t4 tactics that you can come in and sit down i'll kick on the fireplace we'll get some coffee or water or soda or uh, whatever you want to drink we're not doing vodka and cranberry because we're talking about uh guns um but uh or mimosa or orange vodka and orange juice beer now um, but we'll sit down and I'll tell you everything that we're going to go through in the class and then you can sign up for a class. You don't have to come in cold, sign up for a class. Um, we do small class sizes. I've got a classroom that seats 12, but since I'm running classes six days a week, it's, uh, it, we're, we're more geared to about five or six people Four, usually four is the average. So, uh, everybody can ask questions. Everybody can sit back and enjoy each other and, and not feel intimidated. You have to have fun while learning. I believe you have to have fun while learning, but you got to be serious about it as well when it comes to the range. So I hope you've enjoyed this. Uh, we're doing we're offering a lot of different services here at T4 Tactics. I'm going to run through them real quick for you. We've got, of course, we've got the basic pistol safety class, which is the uh, most people take that for the Virginia concealed permit. I've got a gun cleaning workshop. We do the multi-state concealed permit class. I do a woman's um, handgun and self-defense class. We do a defensive uh, firearms class, which is well, those are very interesting because it's going to bring you to the next level. If you've taken my basic firearm safety class, you really, really need to jump over to the next planet and get on board with either the women's self-defense class or the uh, defensive firearms class. I also teach a situational awareness class. This is really, really inter interesting. It's going to open up your mind to a lot of things that you haven't even thought about. Um, and this includes a field trip where we go out to a public area and we actually pick out things uh, of concern. But this is a real eye-opener, the situational awareness class. Uh, things that you haven't really thought about. It kind of touches a little bit on active shooters. 
and what I know about that. And then we do a personal protection in the home class where I come out to your house and do a complete review of interior and exterior of the house. We go over tactical positions, uh, shooting positions in the house. If heaven forbid you ever have to get into something like that, a home invasion or home robbery, how are you going to get to the kids from the master bedroom safely? How do you clear rooms? How do you move about your house? What do you do? Uh, threshold stimulus. Um, and then, of course, we do active shooter response training. And then we also build AR-15s, which is keeping us extremely busy right now. There may be a ban on AR-15s. Our new wonderful president, I say that so sarcastically, our new wonderful president uh, is going after anything automatic. Semi-automatic handguns is going to be considered assault weapons, uh, which weapons don't assault people. People assault. A weapon can't assault somebody. Uh, but they're going to be going after AR-15. So uh, we've uh, we've been extremely busy with that. You order the pieces and parts under our direction after we find out what exactly you want. If you want to build just a basic model or you want to build something really, really uh, outstanding with all the bells and whistles, um, you still have to go through the background check. The guns have serial numbers. We're following all the uh, federal, state, local laws on firearms, but we're walking you through the build. So you have built it. It means something in, you can go to the gun store and just buy one off the shelf, uh, or you can build one yourself with the finest of finest parts. And when you build it, what are you learning? You're learning how to take it apart. You're learning how it works and how to clean it. So a lot of different things going on at T4 Tactics. If you go over and check out my uh, Marco Galbraith YouTube channel, uh, click on videos. There's a lot of training videos on there. There's some cooking videos. I, I don't know if you've been following me on Facebook, but I've been censored so much that I started doing cooking videos with some hidden meanings. So I hope everyone, uh, I hope you enjoyed this. I hope it gave you some insight into possibly becoming a responsible armed citizen, a responsible gun owner. Refuse to be a victim of a violent crime. If I can help you out with anything, don't hesitate to contact me. My website is uh, t4tactics.com. It's a letter T, the number four tactics.com. Take care, everybody. Reduce injuries and save lives.